Good morning and welcome to Pendleton Center Church. It is great to have you with us, whether you are here in person or joining us online live or watching us at a later time. Whenever God has moved you to be with us, we are glad that you are here. We're going to start with our responsive reading for This is the Day. Um, just a quick reminder, we are not going to be doing congregational singing, but you can dance and move and just hum along with anything. But we get to talk during this part. So let's stand and let's do This is the Day together. Father, this is the day that you have made. We thank you for this church that we can gather online, in person, at other times, Lord. We just ask that you would fill us with your presence. Let everything we do here honor and glorify you, Heavenly Father, and let it move within us so that we may do your will in this world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, you can remain standing and hum along or sing along, or not sing along, hum along, dance, and praise God as we sing the summons. Be seated. 
The Lord be with you. Good morning, friends. It is indeed a joy to be in church and worshiping together as church family. Amen. As we come today, we are excited for the ways God is moving among us. And we also have so many things happening. We would invite those of you who are worshiping with us online to take a moment to fill out your friendship card. Also note that you could download children's activity sheet as well. There's so much that is happening, so much we're excited about. We are pleased to report that we will be starting fish fries over the next uh, three Fridays, which is such a kind of nice rhyme there, right? (laughs) Helps you remember. It's great. But if you want to volunteer, uh, you need to contact Carl. But you can also order online, and it will be only online orders. So make sure you keep that in mind. You can find that information on the website as well. Also keep in mind, we have exciting opportunities to develop in faith coming up with our adult Sunday school Bible study, which happened Tuesday night, and Pastor Kathy's Bible study that happens on Wednesday night as well. So as we come to our time of giving, be aware that you can give not only in person. Those of you who are here can certainly deposit your offerings in the boxes on your way out. Those of you who are online can give using um, electronic transfer, or you can still send a check or gift to the church. As we take this time now, let's ready our hearts as we prepare our gifts as we give back to God in sacrifice. Doubts and fears, though by the path he 
receive this gift as it goes to the honor and glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Please take your seat. As we come now to our time of being in prayer together, time for that sacred conversation with God, we are mindful of all of those who are facing difficult times. We are especially mindful of Sister Sherry, DJ, and of course their children, as they are dealing with uh, the loss of Chris this week. We also know that their brothers are struggling as well. And so as we come to God this morning, no matter what burdens your heart or what lifts it today because of joy, let's be mindful of those who are especially in need of God's comfort this morning. Would you join me in prayer? Lord God, as we gather today, we are mindful of those who have paved the way, mindful of those who have set the path before us. And as we come today, Lord, we come praising your name for their gifts, for their impact, and for their joy. We also come because we know that in this moment we carried on that legacy. We come because you have given us each and every day Each and every day we look forward to the ways in which you will bless us, ways in which you will walk with us, ways in which you will bring
bring us a smile to our face. But then there are those days where we are challenged, those days where the weight of the world feels heavy on our hearts. There are also days where there are those who struggle and their basic needs are not met and their bodies fail and there are challenges that come from many places. We are mindful of all who face those challenges. We come praying for those who are grieving, knowing that Spirit will come and offer swift healing and comfort. We pray for those who are in need, knowing that through your people or in your own miraculous way, you will continue to provide for their basic needs. We pray for those whose minds or relationships are broken, who are hurting in some way and need you to bring together that which is apart. And Lord God, we also pray for the ways in which we as a people, as a community, and as a nation have failed to find that conversation in common ground. We pray that you will open our hearts that we might live love together, that we might indeed be able to go forward together, that we would indeed create a just and equitable world where no one feels excluded, no one suffers at the hand of another, because we have modeled the love and we have followed the commandments of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, as we come today, we must always give thanks for the ability to be able to come together as church family, for the joy it is to lift our voices, for the joy it is to open our hearts, for the joy it is to hear your word, for the ability to praise your name. We also know that there are things on our hearts that we don't have to say and express. But you know us better than we know ourselves. And so, Lord, Lord, hear what we don't know how to say and impress upon us that which you would have us know and do and be. All of this we ask in the name of Jesus, who makes all things possible. Amen. time more important to turn and look at those who have gone before us, those who have paved the way, those who have given us this inheritance of love and faith and trust. And so I invite you as we read these names and statements in the background, you will hear the music, you raise me up, and we hope and pray always that our memories and remembering these, our loved ones, helps to raise us up in faith and in hope. Audrey Albert, 
Anna K. Anderson, Robert and Marion Arnold, George Baxter, John Becker, those whose lives have been lost to COVID-19. Bishop, Dick Bolton, Maynard Clemenaga, Brenda Cooper, Rick Dole, Shirley Dershurer, Sandra Elpers, Carmen Falbo, and those whose lives and homes have been lost to raging fires. Barb Flickinger, Ed Geminder, Joanne Gregson, Richard Hammond, Pastor Bob Herman, Jimmy Hess, Virginia Holmes Troyer, Bonnie Kimmel, Jocelyn Knapp, those whose lives and homes who have been lost to storms that rage on our coasts and next to our rivers. Carl Cuff, Audrey Kubian, Claudette Lemieux, Richard Lauren. Mike Massachusetts, Christopher Mahan, Arlene Morong, Gina Mealy, and those whose lives have been lost in racial violence. Carl Myers, Julie Mazidlo, Ursula. Morrison, Melvin Fole, Roy Phillips, Cherry Rosinski, Jack Scott, Glenda Sloan, Rhonda Smith, Dean Smith, Roger Snow, those whose lives have been lost to hunger, homelessness, and hopelessness. Jim Snyder, Virginia Sims, Marianne Taylor, Shirley Trumbauer, Margaret Usiak, Richard Wagner, Tim Westcott, Joe Westfall, Walter Whitson, Cecil Williams, Stan Witkowski, Frank Wood. We hold before you these and the names that are on your hearts, but maybe not on our list. Your names, 
that you hold in your heart are no less important than the ones that we have listed. We lift them all, and we lift their lives up to God, who gave them to us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good morning. Today's scripture reading is from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. Now these are the commandments, the regulations, and the case laws that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you to follow in the land you are entering to possess, so that you will fear the Lord your God by keeping all his regulations and his commandments that I am commanding you both you and your sons and daughters, all the days of your life, and so that you will lengthen your life. Listen to them, Israel. Follow them carefully so that things will go well for you and so that you will continue to multiply exactly as the Lord, your ancestors, God, promised you in a land full of milk and honey. Israel, listen. Our God is the Lord, only the Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your being, and all your strength. These words that I am commanding you today must always be on your minds. Recite them to your children. Talk about them when you are sitting around your house, and when you are out and about, when you are lying down, and when you are getting up. Tie them on your hand as a sign. They should be on your forehead as a symbol. Write them on your house's door frames and on your city's gates. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is a passage that you are very likely familiar with, and yet we are often reading it from the Gospel of Matthew in the 22nd chapter or the Gospel of Mark. We often don't realize that so much of what we read in the Gospels, in the epistles, that it is quoted from the Old Testament. And here we find Moses. Moses, who is preaching to this rascally group of people who couldn't make up their minds from one day to the next. Do I follow? Do I not follow? Do I run? Do I wish I was a slave again because it was easier? Do I believe everything this man Moses is telling me? They weren't always aware that God had given Moses these words, that this was a proclamation 
of how God wanted God's people to live. And so it's repeated in the Gospels. And it is very similar, but hear these words. From Mark 12, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and all your strength. And the second is love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Then Matthew 22, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And he replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. You must love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Why would this be repeated? Friends, as we look around at a world that is torn up by disease and fires and hurricanes and disaster, our world isn't so different, especially from the time of Moses, where people were trying to figure out, what do we do? What do we do in a time of challenge, in a time of uncertainty and unsettledness? What do we do? And as I thought about this scripture, whether it's in Deuteronomy or Mark or Matthew, what kept coming back to me is, why does this message repeat itself throughout the scriptures? What is it that God is trying to offer to us? Brothers and sisters, I believe that what God is saying, that when all seems gray and rainy or tumultuous, remember, the Lord is your God. The Lord is your God. The Lord your God. The language is used in a voice of proclamation. There is no other God. In the Old Testament, we know that the people that Moses was leading were wont to worship some idols along the way. So, of course, Moses would remind them there is one God. And that God proclaims to you these words. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your strength, and your mind, and love your neighbor as yourselves. It also goes on to say that we should put this on our doorposts. One time when I was coming to a new church, a pastor colleague of mine sent me one of these little um, metal things. They have a name. Does anybody remember what they are? Because I'm not remembering it right now. Anyway, it's a remembrance of this putting it on your doorpost. Put the word of God on your doorpost. And what it comes with is a little scroll that you put behind it when you screw it into your doorpost or your wall. And this friend was inviting me to put this in my office, on the door entering my office. Now, there are many other scriptures that invite us to do this, which is don't ever forget as you leave your house, as you come into your house, as you talk to your children, as you talk to your neighbors, don't ever forget you are God's people. 
We are God's people. And on a day when we remember the saints who have gone before us, we remember who are we and why are we who we are? Why are we in the space? Because people have prayed us into this space. People have given us into this space. People who never even saw this space because they didn't survive wanted a place, a beautiful place for worship, a place to grow and a place to belong, a place to proclaim the gospel and a place to practice the gospel. The church that was here before, same thing. There were people who dreamed it and, built, and built, dreamt it and built it and proclaimed within it and outside of it. God keeps working generation after generation, from Deuteronomy to Matthew to Mark to us to you and I. God keeps working. We, you and I, we are tools of God's work. We are the hands, the feet, the voices, and never was there a time, maybe in the last 50 years or so, never was there a time that I have known that we needed to be reminded, don't wonder who you are. You are people of God. Don't wonder what God's plan is, God's plan is for you and I to never forget that the, we worship the Lord our God, one God, who sent his son, Jesus Christ, to save us from the mistakes we make, to save us and our world from the mistakes that we make. And the Holy Spirit, who binds us together, Binding us in the truth of love. In the truth of not the emotional love, but more a love of mind. A love of heart, a love of strength, a love of the world and one another. Bound together. That we might, no matter how the winds blow, as I have said before, we might be the people who make this world a different place who remember, worship the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your strength, and your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. If we could breathe it, if it could be into our blood system, if it could be in every bone and muscle in our body, the world would be different. I don't mean it's up to you and I. It just means that we would not war against one another, that we would not proclaim that we know and another person doesn't. It's a place in which we live leading with love of one another. 
It was such an honor yesterday to be sitting in the pews of a church that's almost two hours away, to be in the presence of remembering people, remembering the life of one of our beloved colleagues. And when there came a time for sharing about this man, words were shared like, he was love, he was grace, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. When you were in his presence, it didn't matter if he knew you or didn't, or you just met, or you'd never met. When you were with him, you felt the love of God through his very presence. So that was what was said, and it was so true, everyone who knew him. But there was a second part of that. There was a call. There were relatives who said they didn't know him. There were relatives who said that they never had a chance to spend a lot of time with him. And every one of them said, this is the one life we've been given. This is the one life we have been given. One life. So let us be mindful of the truth that God wants us to emblazon on our hearts, on our households, teach our children, or friends, have our children teach us. They often know it far more simply and wonderfully than we do. There is a reason that we remember because many of them lived it for us and we now are given that charge to live it but not by ourselves for as O.C.'s relatives were saying don't forget to connect to the people you love don't forget to take the time to be in touch with a friend, a family member. Don't forget to be the messengers of the good news, to be the embodiment of the good news of Jesus Christ, so that wherever we walk in this world and this week and the rest of this day, that as people encounter us, each in our own way, they might see in us. I don't know what that person has. I don't know where it comes from, but I see in them a love and a life and a light that gives me hope, that gives me a sense of belonging and trust. Because if there is no other, no other, than the greatest commandment living within us, Love the Lord, your God, my God, with all of my heart, my mind, my spirit, my strength, everything that I have. If you have all that, then you will be fulfilling the very last part, to love your neighbor as yourselves. We cannot love God and hate at the same time. We cannot claim 
faith in Jesus Christ and condemn other people. We can't. Because if we are, in fact, filled with that same love and grace, then we can rise above people's opinions and signs and anger and pain and frustration. It's a gift. May we be the receivers, the holders, the messengers, and the givers. Let's pray. Lord, anoint us with your spirit that we may know and that we may stretch. Claim my heart, Lord. Claim all of it. Claim my mind and my thoughts and my hopes. Claim my spirit with your Holy Spirit surrounding me. And Lord, claim the strength that I stand here and hope that I have to love you and to love every person and to be reminded, to be connected to those you have given me in this life to love to cherish, to remember, to hold. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As we prepare for the sacrament of Holy Communion, I invite us to join in a prayer of confession an assurance of pardon. And the words we will follow will be up on the screen, and there will be uh, a part for me to say, then there'll be parts for all of us to say together. Um, and as soon as it's up on the screen, we'll begin. We are invited to be in love and in hope and in community with those who have gone before us to help to raise us up, who have participated in the promise that we believe, the promise of Jesus to be with us always. Let us pray together. And so it is that this morning we remember with love those whose love of God lifted us. We give thanks for their hospitality, the tables they set for us, and the gifts they gave to us. And we set this heavenly banquet at which we give glory to God with them today. It is through their witness that we have tasted and we have seen the goodness of God. We confess that at times we forget that we too will be the ancestors of those to come. We sometimes think only of ourselves, whether our own plates will be full, whether our own needs are met. In this silence, let us lift up to God the regrets of our hearts, 
opening ourselves to the grace of God that calls us to love our neighbors. And now, hear the good news. Christ died for us, for you and for me, while we were yet sinners, and that proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. As we come now to the time of the gift of receiving the Holy Sacrament, Let's remember that you were given this on your way in. I would invite you to lift it when I lift mine. We will be taking the sacrament after we leave. We will not be taking it here in the sanctuary. But as part of our ritual, I would ask that you lift when I lift mine. So now let's enter into a time of prayer together as we receive what God has given so freely to us. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets, who look for that day when justice shall roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream, when nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. At his ascension, you exalted him to sit and reign with you at your right hand. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. 
Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body and blood of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
You may be seated. As you and I and we go from this place today, I imagine my great-grandfather, Reverend Kaufman, saying, thank you for following in the footsteps of faithfulness and service to God. I see your heavenly host and witnesses looking at you and saying, go and be encouraged with love and life, and it might be someone you never met. There is never, ever a shortage of those who God has sent to encourage us throughout the ages. For all the saints, may we go forward in love, in light, in hope, in mind, body, soul, and spirit, people of God. Amen.